0: Hello and welcome again to Passing Thoughts, Just Do. This morning, before I get started too far into this, I want to acknowledge Anchor.fm for allowing me to create this podcast uh, on their platform. Uh, It was a very simple process to go through. Having said that, I will say that uh, I would like to see some of the aspects that are not audio labeled, um, labeled for visually impaired and blind users such as myself. But regardless of that, I give it very high marks and say kudos because it's a wonderful platform to start off doing podcasts with. I also would like to acknowledge the Amazon uh, AI devices that are out there, the Echo, the Dot, the Show, uh, all of them are marvelous, Uh, I guess you'd call them platforms. Uh, That includes, again, the Echo, which we started off with, the Dot, and uh, my wife loves very much the show. Um, They are excellent pieces of apparatus for people who are visually impaired or blind. Uh, I believe you have to have a Wi-Fi connection, Uh, but they're reasonably, reasonably priced. They are very easy to use, as long as everything else works, like the Wi-Fi, etc., etc. As long as there are no interruptions, it's a wonderful platform. You can read books. You can find how to spell things. You can find various entertainment um, resources. You can play games. It's It's a marvelous platform. And... Uh, I would say very welcomed for people with disability, disab- uh, let me try again. People with disabling conditions, visually impaired or blind users, as well as people who do not yet have disabling conditions. So again, kudos to uh, Amazon for coming up with that platform now there may be others too that i'm unaware of and i am not intentionally leaving them out i'm again just not aware of them so i venture i invite people to look into all resources available at as ai artificial intelligence devices uh, because i think they're going to be the the um new toys on the market, if you will, although they're far, far more sophisticated than toys. Uh, I'd also very much like to acknowledge the Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind and Vet Dogs uh, in Smithtown, New York. Um, If it had not been for the availability of guide dogs throughout the course of my life, I probably would not have it ventured into so many different areas. Uh, I probably would not have traveled the country to complete my doctoral uh, diploma. Uh, I I probably would not have studied karate uh, because a lot of times I had to travel by bus or in other ways to the dojo throughout the course of my training. And it's just a wonderful resource for people with disabilities to be able to complete things that they otherwise might not do. So again, kudos to them for the 43 years of uh, service with your guide dogs that I have undertaken. Uh, And finally, I'd like to mention uh, the Microsoft program called Seeing AI. If you pronounced it, it'd be Seeing Eye, which is the oldest guide dog service in the country. Uh, but Seeing AI is a wonderful platform for be a- being able to do things like read the address on an envelope, uh, read a much longer text, identify colors, find the light source in the room and tell whether it's on or off. Uh, You can read handwriting. This is all on the platform of, say, uh, an Apple iPhone. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are other platforms that you can use it on that I'm, at the moment, just not aware of. It's a wonderful, wonderful program, and it's available free as an app. At least it was when I downloaded it. So I want to just... Really um, acknowledge and, and thank Microsoft for coming out with that app. So, getting on with today's episode, um, a few people have asked me about its title Passing Thoughts Just Do. And I guess it's two parts. Passing Thoughts was the title many, many years ago that I uh, ascribed to an early version of an autobiography for me. I think I was in my mid-20s at the time, maybe late 20s, which I thought was really kind of nervy for a late 20-year-old to um, start writing their autobiography already when much of the life hadn't been lived yet. It never got published at that point, but it's always been lurking in the back of my mind that many of my passing thoughts have ended up with my uh, now-past accomplishments. If it hadn't been for the thoughts, I probably wouldn't have done the things that I'd done. I have done. Terrible grammar there for a published author. I do apologize. And just do comes from my studying of uh, Okinawan karate. The style was known as Matsubayashi uh or as we often say Matsubashi shorenryu. Um and I studied that actively for 23 years before I started having uh, physical conditions that started to limit my mobility somewhat. Uh, I still read a lot. I still talk to my sensei. Um, I still share information whenever possible, or if I can join in on anyone's training or advisement, I do that when possible. And so if it hadn't been for my study of karate, I probably never would have engaged in getting into a doctoral program that involved training, uh, traveling, pardon me, throughout the United States or a large part of it over a period of five and a half years. So between the Guide Dog Foundation, uh, Matsubayashi, Shorinru, Karate, uh, all of my mentors over the years, my parents, uh, my teachers, everyone that's helped me to get to where I am today uh, is part and and parcel, if you will, of just do. We often sit and think and worry and think and worry and think and worry and stay fairly stagnant for way longer than it would take if we just got up and did it. And oftentimes when we just get up and do it, we feel a lot more accomplished for than all that time wasted in uh, stagnation, both physically and uh, emotionally. So my advice is when the passing thoughts give you a positive pathway or suggestion of a pathway, just do. So that's the introduction to my title. I also wanted to, uh, as I said in my beginning of all of this, I want to discuss what thoughts are. How do we come about thoughts? Um, a step back from that a building block, if you will, is language. And the question becomes, what's the primary use of language, whether it's nonverbal as uh, children or even later in life, People communicate through facial expressions, through physical expressions that are nonverbal, as well as through verbal communication. So what's the purpose of the language? Well, you can't express yourself to someone else verbally without language. Even nonverbal language uh, before you know what it is that you're going to express, we have to come up with some sort of an internal map, if you will, or guide and that's where language comes in no matter no matter what culture you're from, language is an important part. Every continent before they even were in touch with each other through uh, communication systems like telephones or telegraphs or communi- uh, pardon me, um, computer systems uh, they all had drums that they used to communicate over distances so if there was a risk or a threat coming in or a uh, party in uh, field 5 wherever that might be uh, tonight at 5 o'clock. Whatever the the communication was was done through drums to carry over long distances as well as the nonverbal and verbal uh, for short distances. So, Being able to think your actions out well um, so that your choices are the best that they might be is a very important thing. To just act without the basis of thought is often very risky. It's often uh, leads to not so good results and I think we've all experienced that once or 50 times or more throughout the courses of our lifetimes. Um, Throughout my counseling career, I would engage with people very often who would be happy to tell me what their problems are. And after considerable time of learning to ask them, do you really want to change? Because they've done this for a large chunk of their lifetime already. A lot of times, once they think it out, they say, you know what, I think I'm gonna stay the way I am because I'm used to it. And that's because we're creatures of habit, and it gets hard to break old habits, uh, even if they're negative ones and they lead us to pain and suffering, or they lead others around us to pain and suffering. I've always noticed with my guide dogs over all the years that I've been around them, when my mood is very bad or my thoughts are very negative, they react empathically and they know Something's wrong. And they often try, as my retired guy right now is doing by pushing my foot with his paw and his muzzle. um, They try to interact with us to make things better. Or he may be just saying to me, get out of my way. Either way, it's a form of communication that I then have to interpret. So I invite you, you know, look over your thoughts. Try to keep them positive. Try to keep negatives out. Um, If you want to tell someone what you want them to do, avoid telling them, don't do this or that. It's very hard to not do a behavior, especially for children. So try and keep your language positive. Try and keep your thoughts positive. Try and keep on the positive road. Now and then you'll slip. Um, if you imagine the, the, the path, the right path is a hard pathway, perhaps dirt, perhaps pavement, um, and slipping off that pathway leads you into nasty mud or muck or whatever. It's much better to stay on the hardened path than it is to slip off of it. So that's my introduction to uh, language and thoughts and um, the idea of following your thoughts, hopefully to productive and positive results. Once again, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you have comments, suggestions, uh, reactions, uh, again, please keep them civil and positive. And send them to my email, which is drjpuchta at gmail.com. Thank you all. Have a wonderful day.